Hello all, this is your host, Justin Stewart. Today on Justin's Eye on Entertainment and World Review, we are going to be discussing reboots, remakes, and shows that are past their prime. Hollywood over the years has had a bad habit of recycling old movies and old TV shows, just bringing out new adaptations of them with all new cast, all new story plots. And some of them are good, some of them are bad. Today on the show, we're going to be discussing some of the good and bad about a few of these reboots and remakes. And in the second half of the show, we're going to be discussing a show that is way, way past its prime. A Nightmare on Elm Street back in the 80s was a horror classic. I remember watching it and being scared out of my wits. But around sometime in the 2000s, some, somebody thought of the idea to do a remake of it. Not with Robert Unglund as Freddy Krueger, but with an actor named Jackie Earl Haley. There's a problem with this because Robert Unglund was Freddy Krueger and always will be Freddy Krueger. The reboot tried its best to go along with the first movie, but it failed. Freddy Krueger wasn't funny. He didn't have the pizzazz that the old Nightmare on Elm Street of old had. Heck, you know, Freddy Krueger didn't even kill that many people in that episode, in that movie. I think he only killed like two people, and that was it. So, a lot of people, including myself, thought when this came out, okay, well, a new Nightmare on the Street movie. Let's let's see what it's about. Well, speaking personally for myself, I was very very disappointed. It, to me, it was not a Nightmare on the Street movie. It was somebody's idea of a joke. You know, it, it, it stunk. Point blank and period, it stunk. Now, on the other hand, <clears throat> the new Ghostbusters movie that come out, not Ghostbusters Afterlife, but the one before that with um, Melissa McCarthy in it, that movie was good. Yes, it was a redo, reboot, remake, however you want to term it. But there again, it lacked... It, it just lacked that certain something, something that the original two Ghostbusters movies had. Yes, the original cast was in it but they weren't playing the ghostbusters and for me personally when i hear ghostbusters in a movie 
I want to see Dan Aykroyd and, you know, Harold Ramis where he's still alive, you know, and Ernie Hudson and Bill Murray. Not for women that are trying to take on the mantle of the Ghostbusters. Now, like I said, it had its funny moments. Yes, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. But there's enjoying it, enjoying the movie and loving the movie. The first two Ghostbusters movie, I loved them. That one, I enjoyed. And I would have loved to have loved it, but there were just too many things wrong with it. Just like the Freddy Krueger remake I mentioned earlier. It was a, I hated it. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I, I flat out hated it. I wouldn't recommend it to my worst enemy. But see, this is what Hollywood does. They take good classic movies, ones that everybody loves, and they go around and they go off and mess them up. A perfect example of a movie that Hollywood and I had to say Broadway as well in this messed up was The Wizard of Oz, the 1939 classic. They couldn't just leave it alone. They had to make so many other versions of it that to me, it kind of diminishes the beauty of the original. You know, they did The Wiz, then they did Return to Oz, then they did Oz the Great and Powerful, and even the Muppets did a version of it when there was no need for it. It was just a money grab, and I think what Hollywood did to The Wizard of Oz by making so many of those remakes is they just totally took away all the charm and everything of the original. Yes, I still love the original. I own a copy of it. But that's what I'm saying. Why? Why did it have to go through so many, you know, remakes of it? There, I mean, there, there, there's no sense in it. And see, it's, and see, Hollywood just doesn't do this in movies. They do it in TV shows, too. Like Knight Rider. They came up with that new Knight Rider some years back. I watched one or two episodes, but I couldn't stand it. I, I, I couldn't watch it anymore. Because it was a totally different concept. They turned Kit into this vehicle that can morph into other vehicles. And I'm sitting there thinking, am I watching Knight Rider or am I watching a Transformers movie? You know, now, had they brought in David Hasselhoff in the very first episode, 
and the new Knight Rider was like his son. And he goes, well, son, you know, I'm retiring from this. You're the new Knight. You know, you're the new Knight Rider. Then, you know, how the link between the, you know, however long ago the original Knight Rider was to when that one came out, how linked they're linking them, then maybe I would have maybe enjoyed the show a little bit better. But they didn't do that. So, that just stinks. Now, another, pardon me all, another remake that they did was a reboot was the Golden Palace from the Golden Girls. And I know some of y'all are going to be like, oh, he's not going to bash on the Golden Girls. Well, to a degree, I am. Yes, I know Betty White just passed away not too long ago. And I wish her eternal peace. But they messed up with the Golden Palace. You know, you can't take them out of that house that everybody's seen them in for seven seasons. You know, marry Dorothy off and then had them go just on a whim, sell the house and buy a hotel and try and run it with no experience. Excuse me. Now, yes, the show was funny. They were moving it in like a new direction. But it was still a reboot, a spinoff that just didn't make any sense. And that's why it didn't last very long. And my fear is that they're going to try and reboot that show, redo that show. And Hollywood, if anybody there from Hollywood is listening, please don't. You know, you did it with not Rider, you did it with A-Team, and A-Team was a movie which was okay, but they just took an older show and tried to make a movie out of it years after the original show was off the air, just like they did with Dukes of Hazzard. It's... When shows have run their course and they how can I say this they are no longer on the air if you're going to do a reboot or a remake of a show do it maybe like four or five years after the original show ended where that way the actors are still around. They can be part of the project if they want to be. Maybe as their original roles, just as guest stars or however that would work. Let's see Hollywood doesn't do that. They wait for years and years and years after a show is off the air to do remakes. And they do the same thing with movies. Like, I heard and saw on my phone that 
they're doing a new Night Court TV show where Melissa Rauch from the Big Bang Theory is going to play Judge Harry Stone's daughter. You know, just pretty much taking over where he left off. Even though Night Court's a show that's been off the air for many a year, and unfortunately a lot of the cast has passed on, that is a show I'm actually looking forward to see how Harry Stone's daughter takes over the court. And they are, as far as I know, bringing back John Larroquette as well. So that's going to be, I think, pretty cool. But see, I normally don't get excited about reboots or remakes because they usually end up just totally being trash. I mean, I, I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing on my show. Must have ended up being trash. You know, like, they had Big Bang, then they had Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon came out not too long after Big Bang, so Big Bang was still fresh in people's minds. Hollywood did it right on that one. They have a, I guess, a prequel to the Big Bang where, it, you know, Young Sheldon and, you know, all his exploits as a kid that you hear about in the Big Bang Theory, so everything ties together real nice. Now, see, Hollywood got it right on that one. But a lot of shows, they don't. And that's what I wanted to say about reboots and remakes. And I guess sequels, is, you know, on spinoffs as well. It's that you got to do it in the time frame where people are going to remember what the original show is about. And if you have to do it years after the original show, have some kind of tie-in with the original show. And like I said, like with Night Rider, you know, well, this is my son. This is, you know, David Hasselhoff comes in and says, hey, this is my son. He's taking over. I'm retiring, you know, or something. Um, I hate to say this about another show of, Another favorite show of mine, Get Smart. The original show, a classic. Then they waited until, I believe it was sometime in the 90s or so. I can't exactly remember dates. Next time I do a show, I'll try and get better dates for y'all. Where Max is head of control, his son is now an agent. They did it right. Yeah, it may have been years later from the original show, but they did it right because you knew who Max was. He was actually in the show as the chief. 99 was a congresswoman now, and their son was pretty much took over Max's spot as a bumbling spy. But they did it right where it all tied in. And now let's see Hollywood, they're going to be doing more reboots, remakes, and spinoffs. I would like to see them tie, tie the spinoff in with the original source material somehow a lot better than they have over the years. Now, in our next half of our show...
we're going to be talking about a show that I loved when I was a kid, but over the years has gotten very, very dull and makes me wonder how it's been on the air as long as it has. This show came out in 1989. I was 10 years old. I'm 43 now. So that tells you the show has been around for 33 years. And it's a cartoon. We all know the show I'm talking about, The Simpsons. Now, don't get me wrong. I love watching The Simpsons. I love watching the older shows, though. Like the first maybe like 10 seasons. Maybe 15. But come on. Hasn't the time passed for Simpsons? Bart and Lisa should be married with children by now. Homer and Marge retired. Baby Maggie, you know, married with a child maybe by now too. You know, old Mr. Burns, long gone, and Smithers, and, you know, maybe taking over the power plant and maybe about to retire. I understand it's a cartoon and they have had some episodes like where they glimpsed in the future where they were all adults and older and everything. But it's just time for The Simpsons to go. I mean, it was cute. It was a cute little show based off of a skit from the Tracy Allman show back in the day. But now it's just getting boring. It's getting, it's getting stupid. Like I said, folks, I'm not going to sugarcoat how I feel about things on the show. The Simpsons needs to come to an end. And the next show after that would be Family Guy. I mean, it's been on for like 20-something years. SpongeBob's been on, I think, from what I, I don't know a lot about SpongeBob, but like 20 something years too. You know, MASH ran 11 seasons. You know, most of the Star Treks ran like seven seasons. In, you know, Fast Alive ran nine seasons. For a cartoon, about a family to go on for 30 plus years. Folks, in my view, that's just ri ridiculous. Put the Simpsons out to pasture and move on. Now, True, the way that they do spinoffs and all this, like they did with Family Guy and then the Cleveland show. You know, it wouldn't surprise me to see Bart Simpson or Homer Simpson, you know, and Homer and Marge get maybe like a little spinoff series or some kind of 
something like that, which would be cool, I guess. You know, they're retired and Bartley so grown up and, but I don't see that happening. I would like to see it happen. I think it would be kind of interesting, but not for no 30 years worth. Well, folks, I can see my time is just about up. I hope I have brought a little laughter into your lives. Uh, maybe giving you some things to go, hmm, over. And I'm going to try to do a show every Tuesday and every Thursday. Um, life permitting. So I hope everybody out there listening has a good day or night and this has been Justin's show so you've heard my view think on it and remember everybody Show love to each other. Y'all have a good night now.